and I had the girl that broke my heart kind of start to come back into my life. Like she was creeping back in and that she was really the one that like had me at that time. And I had just started initiating something else with this other girl and I'm like, how do I tell her that like my ex yeah. pretty much has come back into the situation? <laughs> Alright, so the question is, what does it take for a guy to commit? We just talked about that on the last episode. It, I mean, we basically brushed on it. It was the same thing. We did thing. brush on it a little yeah, bit, but then we got basically kind of go, it went hand in hand with that question. It's a good question. I want to go like that's a good question for him, though. No, actually, I want this is where I want to so start. He, he can talk I, about I got it. a question for you guys in particular. Okay. Like, how did you guys even meet each other? Because you brought him into this, right? He told us. Yep. And I now like I want to know how you got into it, and how you met him, and why you like decided to bring him into it. I mean, I started small. I started um, Zach. He was with us previous. He brought me in to do some small mail review gigs. So Zach brought you into it. Yep, Zach brought me into it. So is Zach the guy who like started the whole stripper thing with you guys? I'll say all, everything as a group. It's weird because it was like so minuscule of you know it was like go go dancing at parties or bachelorette parties. It was real small stuff. Mm -hmm. What I got intertwined with Zach with, um, but as soon as I met. A guy named Darcel in Chicago through yeah. Zach, um, through the company with Zach. Um, then I got brought on with that, with with the first touring group I went with. Gotcha. It's very small shows compared to what we did. We did concerts, but that was. Yeah, yeah. That was more. Well, you were doing private parties. You were doing like these small shows. With small shows, small but the small shows were, they were exciting. Yeah. I mean, I was performing for hundreds of girls and and. Uh, being able to make a living without working. Right. Um, well, he actually just won Mr. Grand Rapids as a physique competitor. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he was working out at, a, at the YMCA um, mm -hmm. in Grand Rapids. Mm -hmm. And I went up to him. Uh, yeah. I'd known you from the clubs. Yeah, Just yeah. because we were, you know, we'd always bump into each other. We were always Back not. in his, like, deep, deep V-neck days. Bro, I used to deep have V-neck deep V-neck all day, bro. Come on, This dude had a V-neck. I'm talking it's about. Kind of it's kind of funny that you say that. No, look, 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 look. You could basically yeah. see his goddamn nipples. Bro, and that time I got like this, pop, 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 and it was good. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, no, up, no, look, look. What you got? That was it. No, uh, me and my roommate used to have those Look, it was me and Max and Zach. Yeah. And we had, you know, we did our thing, and then you and Jancy. Me and Jancy, me and my roommate back at the time, because we were like, him and I, he's Dominican, you know, I, I'm, mm. I'm from El Salvador. We just had that whole Hispanic vibe. Oh, it was me, Jancy, my other friend, Michael, us three. Had, and we, we had the pretty white boy crew. And you had the pretty, like, had the, like the all American white dudes, and you had the Hispanic guys, and like. You had a collaboration. Damn, man, you wanna. Yeah, and then, like, we just had the party. whole Latin Miami vibe thing going on. And at the time, <laughs> it was trending, and at one point, we were just rocking DVs. We were like, we don't give a fuck, let's that's just do this. That's hilarious. And no, so, so, anyways, I knew you from that. Yeah, that's what I kind of. I knew you from that, but then I came up to you in the gym, and I was like, hey, would you be interested in something like this? And you. I can't remember what was your answer. You you weren't very like keen. No, on I didn't it. jump on board right away. I was hesitant about it. You know, I'm like, cause I, I mean, I had. I think I remember the reason why that. I was. Oh, actually, no, and yeah, I do now. The reason I was hesitant, but the I Florida was still, thing, huh? The Florida. I said, do you want to go to Florida for two weeks? 
and go on a tour, and then you ended up leaving your full-time job to go on That's, the tour. That was one, and then another one was because I, I was hesitant, because I didn't know like what kind of situation and scenario I was getting myself into, but also I was kind of intrigued because now I remember when I was 18 years old, I, uh, I was dating this, this Puerto Rican chick at the time, and uh, she, had, she had brought this little situation with me in the scenario, like, hey, you know, how do you feel dancing? How do you feel like, you know, dancing with girls? And, oh, so uh, she recommended it to you? Like she this is when I was 18. When I met him, I was The seed was on. planted when you were 18. Oh. So the seed was, exactly, the seed was planted to me when I was eight. So this, this is how it came out. And uh, I could tell all about the story once. I remember I was 18 and uh, I was dating her. She was kind of a previous, like, you know, she was doing her little bachelorette things as well. So she was looking for this oh, agency. Oh, so she was a dancer too. She was a dancer too for her agency um, at the time. You want to keep going? Yeah, keep going. Well, then uh, what happened was at the time, I, it was just like me and she introduced me. Uh, she recommended this idea for me. She recommended this situation of like, hey, do you, do you feel like you want to dance with these girls? How do you feel comfortable with this, dancing with these girls? And I was just like, I mean, I'm okay, you know, you know how I like, I like to dance, you know, I have a rhythm and everything, you know, like. You, well, you, you were always, you too. were always a ladies man before, and, uh, before any of this shit. So she's like, would you like to make some, I appreciate it, I appreciate but <laughs> I, uh, she goes, I mean, would you like to make some mo extra money on, for this, from one show, would you like to get paid for this in cash up front? And I'll be with you, I'll go with you and stuff. Right. And, but you know, I'll introduce you to my, my boss. So what happened was that we went. I didn't know this guy. And You're talking when you were 18. I'm 18 years old at the time, right? And mm -hmm. so I, um, I show up with her and her boss and everything. You know, first time meeting him, he drives us all the way to to Rockford area, which is uh, mm -hmm. or, uh, about 45. Bo bougie years. Grand Rapids. Yeah, yeah, kind of the thing. And then um, he goes, "Listen, this is what you got to do. You know, you got to, you know, be suave." Be, be cool, you know, dance on these girls individually, show them a little attention, and that's it. It's cool, and just, they're, they're gonna go crazy, they're gonna be drunk. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Got thrown into it right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And I go in there, show up, live room, 12 girls, you know, my age, or they had just graduated from co or high school, some of them already in freshman year in college and stuff. Mm -hmm. Shook. Yeah, 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 I was shook myself too. So this is the thing. I didn't know what the hell I was well, doing. That wasn't the first thing that you did. I thought it was a, the swingers party. That was my first. That was his first like show. Show show. show. My wow. first. We we jumped. The first party was this. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We still yeah, did yeah. a show at the swingers That's my first party. No, no one, knows, not that many people know. So like, <laughs> shit, what the fuck? I'm going in, and so like she does her little thing with the girls. I'm winning too. And then. Uh, so he goes, all right, it's your turn. The, the dude, the boss, he's over here in the corner drinking his, you know, his, his you know, drink and everything like that. And he starts throwing ice cubes at me. Why? <laughs> he starts throwing ice what? cubes. Yeah, yeah, because he goes, oh, man, you got to break the ice, break the ice. Grab some, grab some ice cubes. He's the icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I assumed correctly that you're the icebreaker. I'm not, oh, I guess I, I am, but check this out. That's why I put you in the beginning of the right, show. Right, but I, I don't know. know, bro. I don't know about that. No, but listen, let me finish. I, I was like, I don't know. I didn't catch on at first while he was throwing ice cubes on the floor. And then I started realizing why. He goes, and he starts, I looked at him, he goes, Put her on her neck, like kind of hint to oh. put, put her on her. So I was like, all right, this is where I took my shirt off and everything. I'm just trying to be like sensual. I'm 18 right now, bro. Like yeah. I'm so green, and I was just like doing it, put her on her neck, trying to lick her neck a little bit and everything, <laughs> pulling in the hair and stuff. He was shaking, and I'm just uh, <laughs> and all this stuff. 
Anyways, like, uh, he goes, oh, we take a little break. You're all mingling, you know, partying with each other. And he goes, no, you got to be more sensual, more sexy, more, more freaky and stuff. He's teaching there. you the ways Dude, of Dude, he was teaching. I don't, to this day, I have no idea. He became the freak at 18. I became, I guess so. I didn't even know who, who he was. I, to this day, I don't remember his name or anything. But he was just showing me little things. And then he starts grabbing me some uh, strawberries. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't, why didn't I ever? Why didn't I ever? Then he brings out a tub of chocolate syrup, bro. Some Captain Crunch. Some bananas. Some Captain Crunch. Some whipped cream. And he's tossing no, it down. He, he just said Captain Crunch. Bro. I know, I don't know. Because <laughs> he said cereal. <laughs> he got me a bowl of cereal. He got me a bowl of cereal and some milk. and just dripping it down. You want to sit over there? Oh, by the way, everybody, Rome's in the building. What's good, y'all? Hey. Late as usual, cuz. Good, bro. Late as you. <laughs> no, oh, I don't even know what's camera. Uh, I didn't know about this. No one really knows about it. And so it's just funny as hell. Yeah. And then so he brings the strawberries in me. Oh fuck. Oh my god. We got oh, the boys. Mr. Pants. We're done with that. We are. Uh, no more with that, ladies and gentlemen. We are. The set. Is it's in, a wrap, guys. It's in shambles. <laughs> Enrique just spilled. Enrique, his you're out. Right? Rome, you're in. He said, I look like Joyner Lucas. I'm in this bit. You look just like Joyner right now. For real? Yeah. It's because my beard is long as fuck. Your beard's long? You, you got the hat. It? Hold on, I'm about to Thank fuck you, you up. Remember, you gave me a haircut one. Last week. I know, and I need another one. Fuck. Oh, my hair is broke. Yo, bro, I'm looking for this. Bro. Yeah. Huh? You ready? Pass it. Pass it? Look. Damn, cuz. Oh, uh, yeah, I do look like him. Weird, bro. My face ain't fat though. Like, no. Look. I'm about to say, don't play me like that. Oh hell yeah, dude. Put Look a face tattoo. Right that's now. your Halloween costume. Uh, <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Yo, buddy. My bad, dude. My bad. My bad. I'm done with this. Yeah, that's that was crazy. my very first. So that was my very first time doing that. And then like with the strawberries and all that stuff. He's just, talking like, about his very very first party. It wasn't the swingers party. It was. It was this party he's talking about now. I was 18 years old when I came in. Man, you're talking about young parties. We can. And he's dancing on some girls. Twelve girls. He's dancing on twelve year olds. How much did he pay? I said I was dancing with like. I've done it. I've done it in a show. And that was 12 for 12 girls and whatever? It was for 12 girls and everything like that. And I was just, you know, explaining the situation, how the scenario, what was happening. His um, boss is fucking tossing them ice cubes. And as he's performing, he's tossing them ice like cubes and strawberries. He's like, no, he's like, he's like, no, he's like, he's sliding them in. He's sliding so I can grab them. Did you catch all of them? No, no, he was just kind of sliding them. He's hitting you in the face and the chest and everything. Imagine he's on stage at the Magic Men show his first time sliding them ice cubes. Take a strawberry. Go ahead. Roll it. Make it sexual. Make it sexual. Yeah, but you know what, though? The girls still loved it. And I'm hey, like, yeah, hey, no, that's the I'm thing about it. I'm actually like now thinking, I'm like, young buck. How can we incorporate some the, strawberries? The girls loved it completely, and then <laughs> obviously like, the strawberries. So it was a chocolate sensual, covered. It was a yeah. sensual thing with the girls. They loved the strawberries, and it was just like mouth to mouth, kind of like you know, lime yeah, to lime shots. Yeah, yeah. So it was like that, and then after that, you know, it's funny because a couple weeks later, I'm out and uh, I'm out to a, to a bar at the time. And there's a line, and I'm passing by the line, and the girl's, hey, it's that stripper guy. And I'm just oh, like, shit. oh my god, no, no, girl. So Not you me. really were the first one. No, no, speak of English. Yeah, I was, maybe. You, no. Maybe, but I never really brought it I up. I mean, on I was doing some crazy shit at 18 when I was in uh, 
you know, a freshman in college and whatnot, playing right. basketball, jersey right. chasers and shit. Oh, yeah. It's like the job getting all the action. But that's why I was intrigued a little bit when he brought that opportunity oh, to me. It's because so I was, like, kind of a... You already had a taste. I had a taste, and I was like, okay, maybe this is going to be better experience, mm-hmm. you know. You know what's funny? You actually... I'll do it this way. And that's why I was like, yeah. maybe I can give it a chance. Yeah, but you actually didn't start with the bachelorette parties or the small stuff. You jumped right into the swingers thing and then the, the uh, you know, multiple hundred girl shows. Right. First, yeah. before you, before we did bachelorette parties But together. that was my very first bachelorette little, little right. like ever. gig ever. Uh, but you kind of got lucky because you jumped into... You but know, I gotta lie to you, it was fucking awkward. Right? Well, yeah. It was awkward as hell. You know, what I had to do in the corner, he's just like this, staring at me and throwing. I'm saying, I, I'm saying, I had to. Then I had the girl that I'm talking to at the time, oh, be more sexy, get it, get it in. And I was just like. Funny. Yeah, but I had to work myself up. I had Did to you work. Did you feel for that? Huh? Like dancing? Like, period? Or was that like your first time, like, actually trying to find rhythm and do something? That was my very first time ever trying to find some rhythm with the girl. Uh, okay, how would you, thing? like, rate? Kind of your whole like from a scale of one to ten, your comfortability with like moving your hips, everything you do now. Oh like, no, no, that was, I couldn't it. even do moving my hips. At the you time. just open up your your arms, open up your hands. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's basically what it was. Yeah, I know, no, I was doing some stuff like that, <laughs> like that old school boy band shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just right. Sweat. <laughs> he was doing. No. He was like, "This is all I know from the talent show in middle school." So I'm like, do this." Oh my god. No, no, it wasn't like that. It was just more like, I mean, kind of what I... Well, he's definitely... Kind of like what I danced to girls at a club at the time. That's how it was, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. But just more sensual with... You were already... Down with you were already with it at 18, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Dude, all you guys evolved, like, a shit ton Easily, since was. we all started together. Yeah. Dancing-wise, I mean, like, personality-wise. We first yeah. starting, man, like, these guys didn't even know what the word choreography meant. Like, choreography, what language bro, is speak that? Speak for yourself. <laughs> him, and I, him and I were good. <laughs> no, you guys weren't, bro. But, no, we, finished, we were better than the most well, of yeah, I'm talking about compared to now. Oh, oh yeah, no. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's you can't talking do about. the same thing. Same thing. I'm talking about now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so, like, even before then, it was, like, trying to teach guys with eight counts. Dude, we were watching. Nobody knew what eight count was. We were. Watching, we were watching videos on YouTube. Yeah. That's all we had. Yeah, and then we bring in a choreographer, and he's like trying to teach them, and it was just like, it, I look at some of those old videos, and I just laugh, man. I'm like, because we thought, dude, we, we had stripper, shit. we had yeah. stripper, and I more. thought, I'm like, man, we got a show now. We're doing choreography, man. We, that, they're look, they're moving in sync. Holy cow, like. We got a show. We were doing like what the Chippendales and Thunder do at first. Yeah, it, honestly. Well, we were. Bye. Yeah, right. And yeah. then like it just I watched it all evolve mm-hmm. and you guys went from being just, you know, strippers to dancers. Performers. Mm-hmm. To performers. You know what I mean? Even the performance aspect, understanding how to engage a crowd, how to get a reaction out of a crowd, just through your, your body language and your, your facial emotions, all that stuff. You, you We're not learn. singing. Yeah. We're you not singing I mean? to the crowd. We had to you do it. You know, it's it. so funny, dude. I always, I would always say, like, it's so, it's easy to turn a dancer into a stripper. Because when I'm at Daz and Wade and, you know, easy. Mikey and Jay, easy. DJ was the first one who showed me, like, a yeah. dancer can be a, a stripper like this, like yeah, know. but not right away. Yeah, I DJ's, mean, he, DJ's got a whole different. It's, DNA. But it's way yeah. easier for you to take a dancer and turn them into a stripper than it is to take a stripper All the way around. and turn them into a professional dancer. Thanks. 
yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I mean, in a way, because it's like yeah, some are some are more natural than others. Imagine, think about some of the guys you 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 used to work with in that group. How hard it. I think if they're if they're if they're teachable. Then it could be done. Yeah, everybody's if, different. That's yeah. what we learned too. Everyone's teachable, like, and you know, some people aren't. Like, there's certain guys that we worked with that uh, started with us on tour that like had the hardest time picking choreography. Yeah, picking up choreography. Christian was one of them. I mean, he could he he could do his stripper thing all day long, flip girls up, girls down, love all kinds of stuff. And then when you, you got, he's got to sit there and concentrate on what move to do next. Like he just falls apart the same way with Vincent. It's because they had to think about it while they yeah, were doing it. Vincent was like a robot when he was trying to do choreography, but as yeah. soon as the choreography ends, boom, he's like a different person and he just owns the stage. Yeah. Because he has like, the where stage. Where was that energy like, during the choreography? Yeah. It's well, kind it's of because the stage yeah. presence was there the whole time. It yeah, was yeah. just the, the choreo. If yeah, you're thinking yeah. about choreo, yeah. you're not going to be able to like perform and well, do when it. You're at not the same com- time. When you're not comfortable with it. But then yeah. I watched how you guys became comfortable with it. And then you were able to do the choreo with the performance and add the sexuality to it and like make it take it to a whole new level. Or if you're Rome, you know, you you just really get into it. <laughs> well, yeah, Rome was you're like one of the few that was one of those quick learners. Yeah, you I know? mean, it's crazy because like I, I've never really been versed on like choreo for a large majority of my life. Right. It's literally been when I got introduced None to of the us were. stripping game. It's literally just like I've learned the first thing was kind of like just engage in a crowd like initially yeah and i do that like i know straight from like eye contact which is most important to anything and mm-hmm. then you exude and you express yourself creatively dancing right or like some type of movement right and hips like the hip motion like kind of the whole feel of like what they see the sexualness of like moving the hips and yeah. mm-hmm. you know what they visualize that's what i kind of got versed with and then once i learned that i was more like never to engage in like oh okay well the rhythm okay now just following the beat and then just moving to that and then and it was like a little progress and automatically it just became yeah organic like yeah but one thing about you that was really great from the start was you looked at the strengths in people and you picked them up i know you picked up strengths from me Vinny, enrique right off the bat you know guys that were have been doing it long mm-hmm. and you picked up the strengths from people and you use those as well well, it's yeah. kind of like how... Yeah, I remember your first time when you came into the rehearsal. I mean, you knew all of us, uh, all of our names yeah. individually. You came up with, obviously, with, with the situation. You, you, you know, you had no idea what you were walking yourself into. Yeah. And it was great. You know, you knew, you studied it. Yeah. And you cared. You knew a lot about and me that before was you great. even met me. That was yeah. so cool about it. So as you were doing the choreo, you know, I was like, oh, this dude can be teachable. Like, he yeah. can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, Him you were doing it 100 miles an hour. Had that the drive, like, Yeah. I mean, this dude was doing the choreo at 100 miles an hour without like, totally down, cuz. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Was like, <laughs> no chill. It. Well, because he had a competitive mindset back then. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The group that you were in before, like you said before, it was very egotistic and very ego-centered. So everybody's competing for the attention. How to you know, and I could other. see that when you came in, like you were, like just inherently just trying to compete for the attention because that's what you grew up. That's like, what you That's knew. what you learned. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's I think, the mentality that you brought with right. you. And then over time, we taught you how to like, yo, this is a team thing. Like it's not no superstars. Here. Yeah, but then so when it was his moment. turn, yeah, and he did it. Yeah, then when it's your spotlight moment, then of I think it's so great okay about all of us that you yeah. said that. It's because all of us come from a, some kind of a sporting or athletic yeah, background. We're, we're, yeah, wrestling, we're, soccer, basketball, football, anything like that. We all have that mentality of it. So it's kind of like easier to adapt. Whereas someone who is straight up nothing but dancing or nothing but like 
who has no rhythm with But you had the spotlight you know, on you, right? Right. But yeah. I but played we, ball. I had the spotlight on exactly, me for years. Exactly. We were years. able to adapt to it. You did? Without yeah. having that mentality. It's just like, oh, shit. Like, I'm, I'm the quarterback or, or whatever it is. I, yeah. I run it. It wasn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We all had time, to check our egos. We still, eventually, when we were on tour, we did, you know, that happened. Our egos did come up and everything. Yeah. But well, that's, see, because it, 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 it was brand that's new to us. The attention was brand new. And that attention, when you're brand new to it, will get to anybody's head. True. You know what I mean? So like, you just gotta kinda remind yourself like, it's almost- You're talking about the attention, the fame. Yeah, the, the, the attention you're getting. Like, you get, you're getting all this attention from the girls, you're getting all this validation, you're getting all this like superstar like attention. And all mm. of a sudden it makes you feel like, oh, I'm extraordinary. I'm better than people, you know? I'm, I'm out of the ordinary. And it starts to make you act a certain different way when it's brand new to you. We all you know had our mean? time. And then you realize over sure. time is when you go home away from the stage and all this, you're just like everybody else, bro. Nobody knows you. Nobody's screaming your name. Nobody's like chasing yeah. you down for that's a how, picture. That's how I wanted. Yeah, I mean, and then it's just like you become like more grounded and humble, and then you just start to appreciate um, like that those moments when you can have mm -hmm. your your space and your time and your whatever, and like then. When you don't have it, like you appreciate it when you do have it, like the fan attention and all that. Like right. when, we're, when you, we take a break from the road and we're, we're just chilling for months on end and whatnot, and then we go back to it, it's like, man, I fucking up and miss down. this. Up and down. I miss this, man. Like the, the first hugs, show, the love, the, first show. The, the fan love, like the excitement they see you when they, when they, like, when they see you mm -hmm. and like, you know, they want to take a selfie with you or whatever. Like you, you miss that. You're like, man, I really appreciate this. <laughs> like yeah. this makes me feel really good. You know, you know what I it's, the, it's the it's the endorphins that go off that minute you step on stage after being off tour for like, what, six weeks, we'd get back on tour. That first show would be like spike. Yup. And then when you do it for so long, you become like spoiled to it almost and then you don't appreciate it as I much. think it depends on the person too it varies, it varies I watch honestly. it, it I varies, watch it. Any, especially in the beginning it, for us like we we just took off right yeah. and we became like these fucking little mini celebrities or stars overnight and it felt like you know we were on top of the world and like we were doing it for so long though remember we'd be out on the road for like eight weeks at a time six weeks at a time hitting it would 30, be a blur. 30 cities 25 cities 40 cities just back to back to back shows. And then it was like becoming exhausting to us. And we were, it was starting to become a little, we became more irritable and like more diva-ish. And then, you know, it took us to step away for a minute to be like, it wasn't that bad. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that was like, we, we didn't appreciate the great in it. You didn't like, embrace it at yeah, the time. That's, that's, what, that's how I, I looked I'll at admit, it. I would admit, I had a couple shows where I went up there and I was doing a solo and I felt nothing. We did so many goddamn shows, I felt nothing. It yeah. was weird, dude. I was just a robot, and yeah, the girls were screaming, like, and I was still doing it. Mm -hmm. I was still performing all out, but I felt there nothing. There was no emotion and feeling because it was just like the same shit every day. Yeah, see, but that's not good, though, I feel like. It's not good. It, cause it's I'm better, sure you Because I, I feel like it translates through your performance. It comes through. Mm -hmm. And it's like, what one thing that I noticed. It was only in 16. Like the girls really enjoyed us for the fact that they saw that we were having the time of our lives up there. Like they could see that we loved what we do. You know I'm not I mean? saying I didn't. I'm just saying I actually. Yeah, no. You know, you just became numb to it. You became numb to the the. Um, the start of the attention. But the see, by, by one of the guys became numb to it, I noticed it 
they became numb to it and they wanted more of the attention. So the more they wanted more attention, they wanted more, the ego shot up even more. And mm-hmm. I can see it. That's the reason why when, when I think you said it when we, a couple of us had egos. At the end of the day, we all all had to check ourselves. We had to check each other. Check each other more importantly. Yeah. I know, like, I mean, I can say that I did it to you. You did it to me. You know, we, I've done it to you. Yeah. To each other, definitely. Like, to him, for sure. <laughs> like, bro, you, all day. You, you, would walk like, in, you would walk in and act like you needed a motherfucking, uh, someone to press your suit. I was like, yo. No, 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 relax, bro. I wasn't like that. <laughs> no. Enrique would, would walk Get out, out of and I was actually the worst. I was doing with his, his, his. I was the most humble one out of all <laughs> yeah. four of you guys. Out of all three of you guys. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get out of here, bro. What you mean? Yeah, right. I was about to be grounded. I was Uber with his fucking sunglasses on, superstar sunglasses. Well, what you, He'll was, see a puddle. He'd be like, I'm not getting out here. Pull up for me. <laughs> no, no, no. That wasn't that much. Come on now. You're walking out of sunglasses. the tour bus is Leaving at three, hold on. Walking into Chipotle like he's. Like, I remember it was me and you and Valentino. I remember that. Yeah. No, no bro. Like, it was oh, sunny. Man, this, it was sunny, bro. What do you expect? It's getting to his head. No, oh, come on. I'm more like that. Let me get extra guacamole. What I mean by that is like. <laughs> I, can, I can afford it. And he starts making it right on the bed. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I'm joking. Sure. That's I know. That's that's never that's happened. A, that's an exaggeration. We all, we all have our moments. Come on. Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> Hey, I'll admit, my shit. 305, Miami, bro. Look at that. Oh, dang. He's a 305. My shit was a little more dry humor. Like, like I'd say it, but I'd kind of half mean it. Dude, everything you said, I knew you always <laughs> no, had you mean meant it. it, bro. You meant it every single fucking time. That's you why it, it. You still every, make comments. It pisses me off every like, time bro. till this day. And then literally, I'm just like. Nah, bro, no. They don't even know, bro. <laughs> they don't. That's your number one line. They don't even know. And back when he was singing, <laughs> she can get it. She See, can get it, bro. Bring the head in closer. Get it all day. Get all hey, 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 hey. She wants it. <laughs> sometimes nothing at all. Just, bro, she's my Uber driver. What are you talking hey, about? Hey, sometimes no, it no doesn't matter. Though. It doesn't matter. No I know. Words, I, she I know. Just she wants it, dude. She wants bro, it. Bro, trust me. Bro, trust me. She didn't even want a tip, bro. She wants <laughs> oh yeah, dude, that's typical. She wanted or she She's the, the usher at the at the show. Hey man, confidence oh God, breeds success, and success breeds confidence, and confidence <laughs> breeds success. Dude, right? That was that was my whole point. Too. It depends on the person. I feel like honestly, yeah. and honestly, it's because like we, we, you know, we were done. We were, we'd be done, and we'd be going home in our hometowns, and our friends would be like. Oh, look, you know, you got all this attention from all these girls. But I we'd mean, act the same. We'd act- I would act the same if nothing, cha- nothing changed. Like, mm-hmm. I'd be like, no, dude, it's not even like that. I don't. Yeah. Same. I go back home and I'm not this whole Magic Man Enrique thing. You yeah, know, but, but all these does, people. I think it does change you a little bit. In a way, it does, but then no, that's no. when you check your own self. Yeah. And that's what I was getting at. We, were, we were able to help people we couldn't help. We were able to live lives we couldn't live. I'll be honest, honest you, were, you, were, you were always cocky. No, yeah. See, he doesn't ever think he's like he's no. like no. No, no but no. you're humble and cocky, but no, so that's right. a cocky trace. Not really. No, no. Listen, let me let me just tell the story. The <laughs> tell your story, and I'll not respond back to you. So, I, and I'll respond to his question. Back. So I had to explain it in a way. Don't take nothing we say here personal, guys. Joe. Yeah. He's like motherfucker. I know. I'm. I'll admit it. Okay. Yeah. I'm cocky. Yeah. But you won't. I would never walk, and I'll tell you why. So. So. Wait, you got into it. He had just won the physique, um, Mr. Grand Rapids physique mm. award. And dude was like 100% ripped. I was actually training with you the week previous. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. 
And I was just feeding off your energy, and I was like, this dude's got what it takes just overall, you know? Mm. Like, I didn't know if he could dance. I didn't know anything. Um, but I was like, hey, come come jump on, check it out. Let's see, uh, let's see what you can do. And you jumped right in and started tearing it up in the group. Mm-hmm. And you were immediately, like, right up there with me. We were killing it together. Yeah. What was your first uh, party like? Mm-hmm. And wait, hold on. This is the question I actually really wanted to ask. Is party why, or show? Why you got into this? Hmm. Because I know, like, meeting so many dancers mm-hmm. and hiring so many dancers, everybody has a, a very unique, like, reason for getting into it. And it usually has to do with money. You know, being in a situation, a fucked up situation where it's just like Mine wasn't this, fucked no, up. nobody really wants to do this job, but it's like you're in a situation where it's like, fuck, I gotta do something to make these ends meet. Don't get the world up. I got you know what, I got this physique and I got the looks and you know, somebody told me maybe maybe you should try it out, so they're like uh, reluctant, but then they just like jumped into it. I've heard that story a lot of different times in different situations, different scenarios. Mm-hmm. But um, I was wondering if you had like a similar story or different absolutely so i had just got done you know playing my four years of collegiate basketball in michigan um you know i'll be honest like being on the court in front of you know three four or five six seven thousand people um that gave me a rush yeah and then i got done doing that uh, got my degree um, i ended up not wanting to go to grad school i was gonna go to grad school to be a chiropractor and i was like Literally last minute, no, I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, started working at a vitamin shop as an assistant manager, and I was, um, you know, making decent money, but mm-hmm. not great. And I'm sitting there working two months. Uh, Zach asked me to join up and dance, and I was like, yeah, I'll give it a try. Worked for one week, made triple the amount that I made as an assistant manager at a vitamin shop, and mm-hmm. was like, hey, this right. is where I'm at. I'm good at it. Right. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, that what was the is Why didn't you want to be a chiropractor? What about that? Oh, I'm a shadowed one, and I just saw myself being trapped in my own city. I just knew I had more for myself. Got you. Yeah. And then you found this, and like, did this divert you from, like, what were your like long-term plans to to begin with when you were working at the vitamin shop? Mm, I just knew I wanted to do something with my body and use it. I, uh, like in a, in what way? I was always so active, like, you know, with sports. And then I started bodybuilding, mm. um, getting a lot of compliments, and I fed off that. Mm. So, you know, going on stage, in all essence, I was doing it to get recognized by women. Yeah. Uh, that was my main motive the whole time. How old were you? I was uh, 23 years old. Right. So yeah. right in that age range where the I mean, I can testosterone look- and hormones are raging. I can look. I can look back to playing basketball. Like a lot of the reason I was out there was, you know, to get the attention. lifestyle, getting getting get attention, lifestyle. and yeah. jersey chasing girls, and I'd love it. Right. So. And this was kind of like similar to that in a way. Well, it was amplified. Yeah. Even the smaller shows are amplified. Like people don't know that, um, you know, you've got these rappers or whatever that get up on stage. Um, you know, maybe girls go after them for money, but girls actually already know what we have to offer right off the bat. We don't have to have money. We don't have to have anything. They just like us. Mm. And I figured that out real quick and just ran with it. Gotcha. That's interesting. 
Um, and then you met Enrique. Yeah. You guys were kind of like in that that group together. Well, we were just on the same page. We were at the same point in life. Um, you know, I don't I don't know what your actual job was, but you had a full time job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, uh, working 40, 40 hours a week. Uh, I was at a catering company, manager managing that, supervising uh, supervising that company, and uh, catering events to obviously the whole, practically all the big time players in Grand Rapids at the time. You mm-hmm. know, the ones who were rich and who had a lot of politics and power and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, after a while, I was I was bored. I was bored of it. You know, I wanted to know what else is out there, what life is out there. You know, because I was literally I had no I was on call all the time. You know, and I was working more than 40 hours a week, and it was good, it kept me busy. But I figured there was something else I wanted to do on top of it to to create myself what I wanted to be in the future, after five years after that, when at that time. You know, I was working 40 hours a week or 50 hours a week, but then I went, and I didn't quit. I, I think I told you that one time. I no, you, you were working when you me, could. Even, uh, even for a while, I took time off, and I was still doing the shows with him. What did you say you were? You said you were going on fishing trips or something. I took some, yeah, I took some time <laughs> off with with my work, but I was also still working when I came back because I knew that this no. was the thing that with you, I didn't know if it was going to be hundred percent or not. So I was like, all right, I'm not going to fully quit yet. Well, I didn't you either know? until That's until like, I met Miles with right. Magic Man. Yeah, yeah. That was that was when I went full in. I don't know about you. Yeah. No, well, we it at, wasn't full one hundred percent. Everybody was at at that point when we were first starting out. Out, you know what I mean? Like this was not a full time job for anybody. It was a side gig. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it 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 was really we different. were we were four or five days a week. Most well, of the time. not to begin. Him and I were before you yeah. got. You we know. would come back from that and do right. Well, yeah, you and I were doing early fifty. Yeah. But then right. when it got picked up, yeah. Because well, we I'm talking about like when we were first getting started, like before you guys even came in, we were right. doing this thing on like a once a month basis, twice a month, three times a month at different locations. And then every now and then we go and do two two shows on a weekend or somewhere. And then on, if we didn't have a show, cause we would usually do the shows on like either a Friday or a Sunday or like a Thursday or something that way. They could still do the bachelorette parties on Saturdays. You know what I mean? So like, and then they would do whatever that, whatever they were doing during the week. So to, to even do a tour, I had to Pull basically it. make it so it would be worth it to not do whatever you were doing to the week so you could come out for a couple weeks and go on a tour. Mm-hmm. So I had to like try to string all these shows together at once for that first tour. So it's like, hey, look, I've got three weeks of shows and it's gonna, you know how much it's gonna make you, so. You're talking about more of, it was really more difficult or less the end, like to make that transition. Though. Towards the end yeah. of 15. Yeah, but you know what's so yeah. great about that too is because of the fact that, you know, you were at that point in your Everybody life was on, with yeah. the guys from Detroit and then him, myself, Zachary had a little bit of taste of it, and Max and even Ethan, like we were all like, at our point of our lives, we had five dudes. Yeah. Like him and I, we already had gotten a taste because we had gone to Puerto Rico, we had gone to Alaska. We We've knew done that some some pretty good. We've done some really big shows, and we knew that. Listen, outside of Michigan, we got to expand it, and we can create. I remember. I think I can't remember who it was either. If it was Christian or Valentino or something, but they were like, "No, nah, dude, let's, let's just keep it in Michigan. Like, we're, we're, it's not going to go really well outside of Michigan." I mean, there was a little skeptical yeah. about it because. And him and I knew it's like no, we, yeah. we, we gotta expand. Like I, he was getting thrown out cities and towns of outside of Michigan. You yeah. hadn't already had an idea of it. We we're just like let's collaborate and get this going. But it spread fast. It spread. I know it's gonna hit because 
how we did we were in Rico. we were in what Virginia yeah. yeah we were in Virginia we were in New York we were just but yeah I mean that it was wasn't cool. just the, the right. Midwest we were no exactly right that so, was so cool about that and then so you're talking about like when we kind of had that meeting you guys remember that meeting that we yeah. had so when I met you guys Max is the one that reached out to me and was like hey you know we're doing the same thing you're doing because I was known in Detroit to be the guy who booked all the bachelorette parties and I was that dude over in Detroit my company was killing it like we're nominated for best adult party or we won best party entertainment agency we're in the newspaper like everybody around town knew who we, we were mm -hmm. and uh, I think Max saw that and was like hey can you help us do that over here in Grand Rapids and at first he didn't say us he said me he applied and I was like I can't do it for just one guy like I'm gonna set up a website and start advertising and all this just for one guy I was like it's not gonna be worth it it's not gonna make sense I was like, if it was like four or five of you guys out there that was doing it then maybe it'd be worth it he's like oh four or five of you because yeah you I'll call you right back and then like literally an hour later I get five applications it's you Enrique Zach Ethan and I'm like Damn! All these boys look good. Like, what the fuck is going on over there in Grand Rapids? No, <laughs> honey, me, 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 him, and Max were fitness modeling. And, right. Yeah. 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 I was like, holy shit! I was like, and then that's you guys didn't even know about what we were doing with Magic Men. No. And that's where my head went right away. I was like, these guys could potentially be a part of this Magic Men thing, and they but they don't know about it yet. So I'm no, like, we didn't. I, I, like, I knew it I was before, like, but it was something else. I was else. like, okay, Max, I can set up a website. Right. and do all that but you know I want you to come out to my Christmas party it's coming up meet the company you know get a vibe for everybody see how we do things and um, there's a backstory and then I want to meet I want to meet with you guys afterwards in the back of my head I'm thinking I want to show these guys how legit what I got going on is because after they see the Christmas party and experience all this and what I've established then I'm going to talk to them about magic men because this is gonna be a big leap for everybody. And I can't just pitch that right off the bat. I'm were like, you already you, you were first. already planning in previews? Oh yeah. Before yeah. you guys I was I had already had it planned out. You know what I mean? I was ready to go. You know what I mean? And then you guys came in. I was ready to do a casting call. And we then just you guys fell into your lab. Yeah, you guys just fell into my lab. I'm like, all right, I got I don't even think I do it. Yeah, I think I think honestly, you know, the Time, just the a timing, line. I'm timing shit was perfect because so that was that was because, because, like, I remember like, like attraction or something like this yeah, so the universe and everything like that. It is because I like even the way Roman mm -hmm. Travis came in, mm -hmm. like perfect timing. Yeah, like it, it Rook, same way with him. Like everybody, the magic was on his way out, and you needed yeah, and somebody it. comes along like right at the perfect time. It, it it's just so it's happened over and over and over again over again so i don't even question it at this point like when something goes wrong i'm like something's gonna happen where this is better fixed right you know what i mean yeah. um but then the you got, like magic for rome yep. right? yeah and yeah, you guys came so you guys came out to the christmas party and uh i remember like okay my guys are gonna meet these guys for the first time how is that gonna be are they gonna be like because i used to have some egos on my team you know what i mean on the, the detroit mm. squad and that oh. was like let's see what happens when that guy meets these guys <laughs> and realizes maybe he ain't as much of the shit as he thinks he is <laughs> like these guys are the shit too right and he, i think you know who i'm talking about aiden 
This guy oh, had the yeah. worst ego, man. I remember I, We would get into it so many fucking times. I thought I was going to have to fight that night. Dude. And he I was, was just having a good time. I was like, God dang. You know, then you guys walk in, Max is 250 fucking pounds. <laughs> like, Our bodyguards are the biggest fucking dude, And bro. Vinny's like known as the biggest oh, guy on the right. team, right? So Vinny looked at him. He's like, what the fuck? They're both Jesus they're both Christ. peacocking. He's like, I'm supposed to be the biggest guy. No, you weren't even there. Yeah, you were, he, he was, he was in, like, he was in Puerto Rico. And then I remember. Aiden, no, I went to the sign. I went to the party. I was oh, there. Aiden's looking at you guys just like, yeah, Kyle. Dude. What's up, dude? How you guys think? He didn't know how to what to think. Right. You know, but it humbled him. It and humbled uh, him. what's his name? Dallas. Dallas is cool though. He's always been cool. Dallas yeah, was, but his girlfriend started flirting with me. I thought I was going to have to fight him. Nah, like, he, Man, I can't do this. You think that. You don't know. He's like the coolest guy. He is the coolest guy. He's like one of those guys that take his shirt off his back for you. Like, Dallas, I can remember him. I don't remember. He was. Uh, he was I remember Aiden. The he, was the the glasses. he was the original cowboy, Dallas. Oh. He was the OG. Big one. Big one guy. Yeah. Dallas is, oh, He's I about my height, right? Oh. Yeah. And um, yeah, that Christmas party, that's when you guys came to the, the casino. We had the suites booked up and for everybody. Water, we had the top suite. floor rented out for the party. Yeah, we had a party time. bus like rented out to yeah. take us to the, to the club or the strip club, which we had that rented out. <laughs> like yeah. everything was set up. And it was, they walk in, they don't, this is their first, a lot Wasn't of the Vinny first time working? meeting me. Yeah. Was, Vinny was working? <laughs> no, Vinny, Vinny was there. He was getting tipped in there. Oh, he, he, you know, he'll find any opportunity to, to, to get, get tipped. This dude went into the party getting tipped. And, um, yeah, you guys, I said, uh, they told me that you guys were there. I said, yeah, send them up to my, my, my suite. You guys walked in, you tell the rest. Because <laughs> I the think you, you tell, like, I, I think I, you Because what I did was, like, I didn't even think about it. I was like, come on in, have a good time, whatever. We well, didn't like, know. You, but you always bring it up. And it's always funny to hear because I didn't even realize. Well, you started talking, and I think you could tell that I was like the guy that was going to do the talking. Mm -hmm. Well, so you then, and Max, I, I felt like we're like the leaders. Right. But I kind of brought him into it. Yeah. And I, I knew more about it. So you instantly started talking to me, and then you, you handed me a bottle of a Ciroc Apple. You're like, you guys just pregame, meet us down in the, in the casino down there. We got a room rented out. We're going to get lit. And celebrate this year, and I was like, "All right, enough said. Let's just go. Let's go." And that was it. And we had a fucking crazy ass night. I can only imagine. It was fun as hell. And then uh, after that, we set up the meeting in Grand Rapids, where I went and sat down with them. And then this is where I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna show you what I'm really working on." And I showed the Magic Man, what like the the tour level of Magic Man. Oh, I had a whole presentation and everything. This is what the intro is going to be like, and it's going to be like this. This is what. Well, you caught my eye with the first venue that you wanted to work with, mm -hmm. which was in Chicago. Yeah. And I had worked it, and it was so big that. Oh yeah. The, the group I was with mm -hmm. couldn't even fill one third of it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the first show we did sold it, it sold out, out, and they were yeah. waiting Two outside. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I actually got video of that too. I still got it. Yeah. Of the last three, like me, you, and remember. Uh, one of the guys that we were part of with, we yep. did that, yeah. Yeah, I remember that show. I got some, like, uh, phone footage from backstage. Oh, we don't need to show it. Yeah. No, 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 no <laughs> well, this, is, this is before. It was funny. It was, like, doing the Navy Act. Everybody's off cue. <laughs> like, oh, everybody's really? out of sync. And it was just, like, but well, we thought we were the shit. Like, 
But the crowd was eating it up, man. The crowd was just eating it up. They were loving it. You know what I mean? It was the energy was like so so high, and then it just snowballed from there. You know, then it's like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna book another show in a couple, like a couple weeks. It was it was really hard for me to just get it rolling. It, I think there was like a whole month. Yeah, but in a matter of no I'm like, okay, I got three for us in in uh, in March, and then I've got five for us or six for us in April, and then I've got like ten in May, and then then June was like even more. July, then it started to become more. Uh, consistent and then right, by, no matter, by no December time. we're doing 20 shows in one tour and then we rolled that into 2016 and 2016 is when we fucking hit every city in the US almost and it was a over 150 cities and we were breaking records like we broke the record for the most uh, the biggest ladies night event like 5,000 women and we were just <laughs> rolling into it like Let's just go, boys. We just had our foot on the gas, and we're just like, let's see what happens. You oh, know what I mean? Balco Theater in Denver. Yep. Well, the first time we went to Denver, it wasn't the Balco Theater. It was the Paramount Theater, and we sold it out in 10 minutes. It was 1,800 tickets in 10 minutes. And that's when I looked at that. I was like, oh, well, if we go to Denver again, we're going to have to get a bigger venue. What's the next biggest venue? The Balco Theater. That's 5,000. Shit, can we do 5,000? Well, we did 1,800 in 10 minutes. I think we got a chance to sell five thousand. Right. And sure enough, we did. That's we sold awesome. five thousand. Guinness, Guinness Book <laughs> and uh, Guinness Book of World Records. Later, found out that we did that, and we got the 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 record for it. Yeah, and, but uh, dude, even in fifteen, do you remember we would we would um, we would leave for the whole weekend and do three or four shows. Yeah. Every See, but at that weekend. point, there was still like guys with. Other jobs, like I remember Max and Zach just started getting had, like, hard that for them too. Job and they they were really like debating it, like it was they were on the edge, like I don't know if I'm gonna do it, and uh, I'd have to quit this job to do it, and you know it's like this is like a secure job. I know like it's that nine to five. Do you remember when we had the five shows in the weekend, and yeah. that's when they had to make the choice, and they yeah. did. Yeah. I was like, well, figure it out because I need to figure out how we're going to do this without you. If we're going to bring on other guys or if we're going to have to do the show with what, what we got. And they were like, let's do it, Miles. JC. Oh, God, JC. Oh, yeah, we had a lot of guys that came, came and go. That's a whole other story. I think that was why, though. I think that's why you brought them in because uh, Max and Zach were on the fence. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, you, you just have that. to, you, you just have to have, uh, you know, guys who we can, you know, if something happens, like if somebody gets sick, gets injured or whatever, you've got to have guys that can step in and step up to, to make sure that the show goes on. You know what I mean? Sprained ankle and all, but That's why you always stress the whole, like, important essential like, factor of everyone learning everything. Yes. So at any point when someone, like, yo, you can cover this shit, and I think that was like, I was like, wow, that was a wake up call. Like, all right, well, you know what? Now you know that you got something to where it's like, yo, it's structure, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I know exactly what we need to do to make this shit as efficient as it possibly can. Mm -hmm. and Remember when he sprained his ankle? I had to do no limit and I couldn't even fit the coat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but what's so great about that? That's happened for everybody. Well, Enrique couldn't make a tour one time and he, Romeo had to be he had, he Mr. Had to Gray. Be, right. For yeah. Yeah. Yo, no, 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 he had to be yeah. the opener. Yo, yo, do we have to tell you what happened? He never missed a tour. Do we have to tell you what happened? He did. Whole tour. Bro, the Canada tour. The Canada. I never, I never did the Canada tour. He had to Did you have to tell me what happened? What happened? Like the entire time? 
like a firstly like of not everyone being able to even yeah, go he, him, him and Zach almost couldn't get in. Yeah. Why him? him and 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 Zach. Team. Well, Zach had something. No, like, they Zach, were being Zach super was the, strict. The yeah. but I don't know they were being oh, super yeah, so strict. How like old do you was? Uh, I had something that like happened like in uh, 20, uh, 2014 and I actually had like a little affidavit that explained the whole situation and basically like it was hard for me to find that. Like, and that it was dismissed. It was like it, it was completely dropped and he couldn't find the proof that said that. So yeah. they were reluctant to let him in. So he almost couldn't get in. Yeah. Oh, I for sure was in. never going to go in regardless. He, he couldn't get in. So I was sitting there puppy eyed looking at this girl mm -hmm. like and she's asking me like how important are these guys part? I'm like, I'm like, it's the show. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, we it. don't got a show. Like, we can't do the crew. Yeah, and even the crew, they wouldn't. Our one entire tour bus couldn't even get in. The but bus driver. Found people though. Bro, you the way we made it. <laughs> like, how it happened? Was a miracle. Yo, Dude, I, I had Man, an we did anxiety it. attack. On we that. did it. Yeah, we went to rehearsals on grass, like yeah. right in front of the like the lakefront, because we that, had like really no place to rehearse. We so just, like, let me set that before the show. Let me explain to you how like drastic this was. So we get when we finally get them over. We finally get them over, you know, and the and the the production crew is waiting for the day before the show to to come over and um, you know because they don't have to be there. We had to be there a little bit early to do a press day in Toronto. So uh -huh. we go to Toronto and we're on every like sh uh, Canadian major uh, the show. Biggest you know, news e News and like Good Morning America, but like the the Canadian version of that, we're on everything. That's we we just hit it hard, and so we just hyped up all of Canada for Magic Men, right? And then that same night, like I'm sleeping, whatever, and then the guys are coming over at like 3 a.m. or something. The, uh, the production crew, right. the entire production tour bus. The semi-truck had already gotten over, but Jared, our production manager, Puffy, our audio engineer, uh, it was Colin at the time, uh, Toro, mm -hmm. our, our tour manager, yeah, everybody's yeah. on that production bus. Mm -hmm. And the production bus, the driver couldn't get over because he had something on his record from like 12 years ago. Then they found something on Puffy's record from like 15 years ago. And then they found something on Jared's record from 15 years ago. So none Damn. of them. So they took out Jared, my main guy for yeah. production. They took out Puffy, my backup for Jared. Mm -hmm. Then they put, took out Colin, my audio guy. No, no, Colin could get over. Colin could, got over. Toro could get over. He had hands and then the bus driver couldn't get over. So the whole bus couldn't get over. Oh, okay. But Toro's we had everyone on the that's, that's what I was under no, impression. No, Toro had it. somebody over here that was what we had an agent over here uh -huh. that had cleared cleared that's us. We sent our passports all, everything up in advance. We set everything up in advance. We got every, everybody was supposed to be cleared before we even hit the border. That's what I thought. And then for whatever reason they just didn't want so to. What happened to the tour bus? The bus that the, the bus production. never came over. So then, how, what about so the all so, on so, Colin, Toro, and whoever could get over had to come on our bus. And just we just. Jarvis? The, we were using the couches, the back lounge, whatever. Yeah. Wow. I don't even think Jarvis could get Jarvis over. Jarvis was in there? It was it was Hanny. No, Jarvis was there. It was Hanny, Colin, Jarvis. And Toro. Yeah, because Bill Jarvis Maybe. was sleeping on the couch, I remember. 
Okay. Yeah, you know what's so great? I kept getting texts from uh, from and him. Doing the lighting. I kept getting texts from Troy, from from Zach, and, you know, uh, Rome, and a couple other guys. So they're all fucking stressing out and everything like that. Well, and guess what I was doing? I'm over here on the beach, chilling <laughs> in New Jersey yeah, with my girl at the time. I'm like, well, I see you guys when you come back to America, guys. I'll oh, see you in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, that's that, the next that, show. That morning, I'm, like, I'm good. I'm good. Jared's calling me. Jared's calling me. He's like, I don't know what to do. They're, you guys Everyone are not going to be able out. to do the show. Like, you guys aren't going to be able to do the production and set it up. We have a whole semi truck full of production. Miles, Nobody knows how to set this up except for Jared. And the only guy who's his backup is Puffy, so neither of them can get on. So what did we have to do? We had to find another production team in Canada, and Jared had to like figure out how to like tell them how to set it up, our particular production. He's like, and he was convinced in his head that it's not gonna happen. Nobody's gonna be able to figure it out. But luckily we found some team, this guy knew his the ins and outs of everything. He's like, yeah, we got you, but we can only help you for the first two shows. We got other shit we gotta do for the rest of the, that tour. So I'm like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. Colin and Hanny, you're gonna shadow them as you, and me included, we're gonna shadow these guys as they set it up. So that way when they're not there, we can set it up. Mm -hmm. And then Hanny, you're gonna run lights, uh, the lighting and the, the laptop, usually what Jared does. Uh, Jarvis was our stagehand. Colin was doing, or Colin was doing. He was basically acting as production manager, and uh, Hanny, he's our stage manager. He just goes and grabs clothes off stage and organizes wardrobe and helps make sure everything is smooth backstage. He did. He's running the lights and the the laptop, all the technical parts of the show, and he's got Jared in his ear on Facetime. Jared's oh phone God. is facing the the stage. While he's watching the show and he's telling Hanny, okay, throw this next fader up, press this button, press that button, do this, do that, do that. And Hanny's never even looked at this lighting board before. He's just like, this thing looks intimidating if you've never dealt with it before. This was in Montreal, right? And I'm, I'm backstage, I got Hanny on in my in-ears and I'm watching to make sure everything goes smooth and I'm like seeing he's making mistakes, but like you could get away with it because like maybe the audience isn't gonna really notice. But then one time, like something got stuck and he couldn't fix it. Like he couldn't, he didn't know how to like get it unstuck. And I was backstage and the lights were stuck in one one scene and he couldn't fix it. So I had to literally run out the back door of the venue, run to the front, run through the front door, then run through the lobby and run the, into the lighting. Before your cues. Fix the thing, because I knew a little bit more than he did. Fix it just as Enrique was finishing his. Was finishing their their set and I had the microphone in hand. Give it up one more time. You were doing the opener. I was never there. I had to do the opener. Yeah, he had to do the opener, and he was. I remember him being shook. You Miles, Miles. On top of all that, remember they forgot. I lost my whole suitcase full of fucking show stuff. My whole suitcase was gone. How? You I remember, remember you telling me that. I had to use all that. his clothes because my, I remember that my suitcase was. got lost on the way to Canada. That's crazy. How did it get lost? Just uh, on the way there. You remember? It was on the tour bus with us. So how did no, you... like flying to Canada. Oh, you flew? Yeah. I was over here in California already. Oh, I got you. So I, I flew you. there and my whole suitcase got lost. I had none of my show stuff. That. None of my like nothing, dude. I had to go to the store. That's that thirty-minute mark. Let me uh. Right. Piss time injury.
You know that is a fact. What's the limit though? Uh huh? Three plus? Uh, why do you post shitty content? I don't know, man. It, it, it's all one experiment, bro. Nobody. I don't, I don't I need it like three so in a row. So why do you post that's shitty why content? I, they were saying keep instead of deleting it, just put it on your private instead. How did you do? Did you do pretty good on live tonight? Too? Did you do pretty good on live tonight? Uh, I made ten bucks. I made a couple bucks. Yeah, I mean, I'm at. Like, Bro, I'm just talking on. I'm at like fifteen. I, I haven't but, even done it yet. But it was because no, of the fact that like done. the girls, Bro, we got, we got I can take you through a whole fucking series. Oh yeah, I mean, like, you I'm at like one that will pop. I'm at like one forty-five right yeah. now. Just for you, like yeah. You don't have to. You don't even have to do no dancing. No, I'm talking about that. Yeah, I don't dance at all. I'm just talking. But the girls that would contribute. Just based on what I've seen work for you already, I'm like, okay, you should do this shit. But yeah, I'm at like one forty-five right now. Yeah, you can just stare at the goddamn camera and say something about making it money, dude. That's what I'm saying. Right, and I haven't even taken my shirt off nothing like that. No, so they just gave you. Yeah. Boy's at twenty-two thousand now. Who? Me, baby. You got twenty-two thousand? Twenty-two thousand. Where y'all at? Where y'all at on the followers? Thirty-five. Let's get this. Let's get this. I got the most likes out of everybody. Do you? Yeah. How many likes do you got? Three hundred and thirty thousand. Fuck, for real. I got. 63.5 thousand followers. Though. And how many likes? 224,000 just about. See, so you know what that means when you got a lot of likes and not a lot of followers? What? You ugly as fuck. Ooh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> you got I a lot of likes but not a follower. Miles, I only got 166. <laughs> <laughs> I only got 166k. Damn. That means you you attractive young man. They're, they're just light. They're just following you just because you're attractive. I they're mean, only they're only liking my shit. I don't get to follow. I mean, I know that. But. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Uh, Your candles. And then I want to hear his story about. Well, it's not even. It's just like one situation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So yeah. We can talk about Canada because I got a funny story, but I don't know if you want to put it on the podcast. What is it? Just this girl that was talking French. Yeah. Trying to hang out and the bus call was like Yeah, I have the same story. <laughs> Two girls. Both with weather rings on. I'm like, you're married. She's like, it's okay. He does his thing, I do my thing, blah blah blah. We can have a good time, my my How yeah, did you go from French to Indian right away? Her friend was translating <laughs> for her, Yeah, but you But you went from French and then yeah, we can have a good time and then they started with the Indian. I know how to do a male French accent. Okay, Ooh. let's hear it. The boy toy Troy. Please welcome to the stage. The yeah. boy toy. You can say in, Mon in Montreal you did. In Montreal? Oh, I remember I was trying to throw a little bit of a French accent on my, my hosting. Yeah. <laughs> what did I used to say? Fuck, I can't remember. No, Montreal was fun though. But I think Toronto was Give it up one more time. Toronto. You did not say that. You did not say that. Did you really? Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen. There was some bro, Toronto had to be my favorite show. Like Toronto and Montreal were my favorite. See, that's why I'm so proud. I know. I remember you were with me. They were the most like American yeah. like yeah, crowds. So dope, Cause you don't even mm -hmm. understand all the other cities when we were perform and like something crazy would happen. Mm -hmm. Like the guys that do the shirt rip and like the cry would go crazy or whatever. All those screaming moments, like ah, you know, those reaction moments. Mm -hmm. Instead of like screaming, they clap. Quiet. 
and they're super quiet. You couldn't tell if they were enjoying the show. It was so fucking awkward. I swear to God, like, you come out, I scream, ladies, are you ready? Oh, bye, and all this, and they just look at me and fucking go like this. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, they did a gut clap. They did a gut clap. They were into it. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, okay, y'all ready to have a good time? Y'all ready for the magic man? Oh, wee wee, wee wee. Wee wee, wee wee. The whole time. I think they were the whole time. I, I think was so they were confused. And I'm like, man, they fucking hate us. It's so awkward. But yeah, then at the no. end of the show, when you talk to them, they're like thrilled. They're, oh my God, it was the most amazing show I've ever seen. I, think, I was like, I think they're just very. I couldn't tell. The whole time it was so weird. Yeah, except yeah. for Toronto and Montreal. Montreal and Toronto were fucking lit. Like, just like an American crowd. I was like, it's mm. such an eye opener. I think they respect. They just have like respect where they don't want to be you know, ratchet. China's like that too. Remember uh, Alex, Aussie Alex, he was telling us about his China tour, uh-huh. where they respect the performance. They don't so even say much anything. That they will just sit there and watch and take it in. In silence. In silence. No, like, hey, what's good? Like nothing. No, nothing. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> hey, what's good? Nobody said that. Right. No, but I'm just saying, like, just, just kind of just no, especially in Chinese. Hey, take them out. Yeah, like anything, <laughs> like anything. It don't have to be. Not like, that, like, the, like the three shows okay, they did before. Sorry. Before, <laughs> yeah. before coronavirus just wiped them out. Oh my God, bro. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our our, our weakest show here was like way more hype than that those shows there because mm. it was just that it was just their culture yeah you know what i mean that's the how, energy is different yeah the energy was different so it threw us off a little bit that'd be a lot harder for that yeah you guys don't what remember do you mean? that i was there no yeah. i mean i mean in a sense of like just like it like being quiet for the entire show because you expect like you we feed off the energy as much yeah. as they do you right know? so it's just like we get really into it more when we see that thing i like, felt the energy i just didn't hear it i right. didn't like hear the actual like yeah, girls yeah, losing yeah. like girls losing it with their friends like they usually do. Yeah, like, oh my god, it threw me off. But it was a lot of fun, man. Montreal was like maybe one of my favorite cities. Why is that? Yeah, yeah. Dang, dude, those I have to agree. Wild. Yeah, I have to agree. They're wild. Yeah. They didn't they didn't speak much English there. It was more French. Mm-hmm. Oh there. yeah, don't tell me. But I'll tell you. You can man, tell you. I'm first. joking. I mean, like they, I wish we could have spent like an entire day there or a night there or whatever. Because like I remember, you just had to leave like pretty much. Yeah, we had to leave it too. Show. You know what I mean? And I remember leaving the show, going out to grab something, like to eat. And I'm waiting in line and like two girls are waiting there and they, they recognize me, but, and they were ready to go. And they both had wedding rings on, bro. I'm like looking at them, I'm like, you, you got a wedding ring on? She's like, no, no, it's okay. You know, he, he can do his thing and then we do our things. It's totally fine. I was like, damn, what the hell is this? Is that Chinese or French? <laughs> I got a story about Montreal. So yeah, what? Right, so there, there, was this, there was this girl that she was outside. Hey, like my friend wants to hang out with you. I'm going okay. Like, okay, what, like I'm trying to talk to her and she's not answering me. And she was translating through her friend because all she spoke was French. Oh, yeah. Outside <laughs> at, after the meet and greet, and I was like. I've got to leave anyway. Oh my god, that reminds me of a story. I had a girl that did. I didn't really know your story. I was there with you. I didn't do Wait. it. But, uh, Miami. Yup! I already know your story. Yeah. I already know, so don't even say that yet. Why? It's a good story. Oh, it is a great story, I mean, but I know it's funny I mean, as fuck. Like, it's so funny. like. It is funny as fuck. I'm just like, I'm witnessing this whole situation happening to myself. Wait, I'm sorry, but did you finish your story? <laughs> yeah, finish your story. Yeah, I mean, my story is I was like, I have to leave in like 45 minutes, so... 
as a grown man, I was like, I don't have enough time, you know. Yeah, it was the same situation for me. I, I was like, damn, bro, why couldn't we just stay like seven, for a few more hours later? Seven positions yeah, and seven bro. minutes, you get it, man. Shit. I know, that's hilarious. Didn't have Should I tell the Miami story? Gosh, First maybe, of all, when, maybe, was no, this no, 2015 at the Fillmore? No, it was Halloween. We no, were there no. during Halloween one time. Yeah, that was 2017. Right, same weekend. Because he was there. 16. No, it was 16. Yeah, I don't no, 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 it was 17. Oh, it was 16. No, yeah, absolutely not. It was, it was 17. 16, it was 17 because he was there. <laughs> no, he wasn't. What no, was it he wasn't there. What was it up though? Because I was Papa. Yeah, you don't even know the story. How are you exactly? Gonna say it? <laughs> Listen, bro. I was Papa Smurf. Damn it! Like I already knew. <laughs> <laughs> I already knew what was happening. So wait, so it was me and this Zach. Was 16. Me and Zach were into Miami. It doesn't matter. I'll tell the story. Me yeah. and Zach were in Miami. We did a whole. It was got canceled because we were supposed to do uh, Fillmore. And, we stayed and then we stayed there in Miami the whole entire time. Mm-hmm. Halloween was in the corner. My birthday was happening. We were gonna have a really dope ass fucking time in Miami. Miami is so fucking sweet to do the whole black party of Halloween. Yep. So we were like, all right, dude, let's just all get together and dress up. And um, so I was with Zach the whole entire time. Me and Zach were just like collaborating with situations and trying to get some outfits. Long story short, I ended up being Papa Smurf, you know, and stuff. That was the kind of the outfit that I came with. And I met up with you. Uh, I can't remember what outfit you had on, whatever. But I your just situ- grabbed a mask from a, some store and just yeah. It your situation was <laughs> interesting because we met I was, up. I was Harry Potter. We met up to somebody that was close to like Clevelander at the time, and uh, we were just chilling, drinking a little bit, playing some pool, and then there was this bad, cute. I mean, there was this cute ass girl, you know, blonde, cute, you know, uh, super curvy and everything, and there and all that stuff, and. Uh, so I said I introduced myself in English and I said hi to her and everything and she just nodded her nod, right? Mm-hmm. She had a friend, a, a dude. Yeah. You know, and then he, he answered for her in a way. And I'm like, what, what is this kind of situation? Yeah. You know, this is Miami. Miami is open for everything. I'm shocked that you remember this. Oh, I do. <laughs> Miami is open for everything. So I'm like, whoa, this is another swinger situation happening? I don't know. Uh-huh. And then you come along and I noticed that you were talking to, that that was your, you know, the chick at the time. And so, I don't know if you want to fill in, like, long story short, she was practically, yeah, long story didn't know short, any English. She didn't speak any English, English, so her gay best friend was translating everything for the her. The whole entire time. What? So time. she, I was, what like, wanted. super into her, and mm-hmm. I could tell she, she was, like, she oh, was yeah. into me, and, yes. like, so. I remember she was Cuban, too. Yeah, she was Cuban. Yeah, she, and then when I spoke Spanish, she was drawn to me, because I was like, oh, there's a relation in Spanish. And talking to her, and then I start being your wingman. And I'm like, oh, I gotta get out of here, He's like, because <laughs> we had to go from an Uber. I remember because it was us four, Zach, and then a couple other people in a big ass Uber XL. And I'm like, no, I gotta get out of here. Like, I'll hop, I wingman him for a little bit, but that's a gay dude's job, you know. Yeah. And then I remember you telling me later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So basically, we go back to our my Airbnb, and one thing leads to the next. We're hooking up in the kitchen. And the whole time we're hooking up, she's speaking Spanish. I don't know what she's saying. You know what I mean? But then from in the other room, I hear this guy just, she says, you've got a... <laughs> oh, that's so right. Yeah. Oh, he went. He was like, there was translated in the other room, just listening. Hanny, wow. Hanny was watching. <laughs> just waiting for his cue to touch Yeah, and he's like, he's, he's translating everything that she's saying. I'm like, oh, good to know. And then that's crazy. she says, I'm just like laughing my ass off. High five. I got a story. It was too. like I was like, this is this is. So the moral of the story, guys, language is not a barrier. Language <laughs> is not a barrier. Can I tell my story. It's all about the body yeah. language, people. Okay. Very interesting story. 
So there's an Instagram model that hits me up in the DMs. I'm like, okay, she's cute. Uh, this was after, the, the day before Halloween, actually. Um, so she hits me up. Hey, let's meet up. Let's meet up for some drinks. I said, okay. She says drinks, so I'm thinking she's got to be 21. She's talking about drinks, right? Mm -hmm. um, meet her. She gives me a location to go to, go down there. Um, bar right by the Fillmore down there. All right, we were in South Beach. Go down by the Fillmore, there's this bar, uh, bar slash restaurant. And I get in there and she goes, okay, I got a table over here with my mom. What? <laughs> yeah, straight up. And then what happened? So I go there and I found out that she's 18. Did you check her ID, bro? <laughs> I hope you checked her so ID. They're, they're going, order whatever you want, drink whatever you want. And she's drinking too? And her mom is trying to like pawn her off to me. And I'm like, it was the weirdest thing ever. Cause I, I'm like, this girl's like an Instagram model. She's taking like risque pictures. She's like, you know, she wasn't only fans, but she was like yeah, yeah, yeah. basically there. So what did you do? So what happened? I had dinner with her and her mom and ordered a bunch of drinks and ate a bunch of lobster and shit. And then? And then? And nothing. <laughs> I was freaked out. I was like, this girl just brought me to dinner with her mom in South Beach. Invited me out for dinner. Did drinks. you at least smash her mom? <laughs> wait, wait, and then how'd you leave? Or then did you say it? Did you just leave? No, I didn't. And then I, I had my very first threesome with the mom and daughter. <laughs> that would be fucked up. Could you I just thought it was messed up that she invited me out and then brought me to a table with her mom. I was like, yo. I'm like twenty. I'm like I'm like twenty six and a half years skipping old. Skipping steps. She, just she like, wanted you to meet a mom. Right, right. right. Yeah, bro. Yeah, the first time <laughs> I met his girl was his yeah. mom. That's true. Yeah, yeah. and her little and her younger sister. Yeah, and her dog. And her dog. Right. All right. Well, that's you. <laughs> My perspective was uh, hell no on that situation. <laughs> yeah, like, we weren't having dinner. He's like, yeah. I ain't ready to meet the parents yet. All right. So when when that is, was, it, that when was is a good time for if you're talking to a girl to meet the parents? How do you, when is it that you feel? I mean, you gotta at least, you, you gotta at least, how be, long? at least be dating them. Yeah. Is there a certain time frame? Exclusive with them. I mean, okay, well, okay. even if you happen to run into them, like while you're dating or whatever, it's like, I, I don't see that as that big of a deal. It doesn't mean it's like, that's okay. The first time and you didn't know the girl was 18 and you're like yeah. 26. Oh yeah. The first time that yeah, 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 okay. awkward or whatever. Yeah. But you'd be like, I don't know. I feel like. It could go good. It could go well. Yeah. Just even if you, it's like a turn off to you or whatever, just be like, you know, okay, whatever. Have a good time. Enjoy yourself and meet the parents. And I mean, she yeah, she yeah, got a bad taste in her mouth because I like, I bounced out and then went out with the went out with the guys. So technically, the second date would be a no no for for guys to mean. So Every, no everyone's got their own perspective. Oh, I was yeah, just, I'm asking. Yeah, I, I was just out. Did you follow her? <laughs> nah. You know, you, like, you, can follow. you unfollowed her ass after that? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just playing. Um, that's just it, it was what it was. That's crazy. What'd you end up doing with her? You just ghosted her? No, I just, I was nice. No, I didn't ghost and say nothing. I was just like, thanks. And then, and just kinda that's it. Just thanks. Did she ever hit you up afterwards? Yeah, I just said we were, cause the next night was Halloween. And then I was like, I'm going out with my friends. And obviously she couldn't go up. She was 18. Mm, that's crazy. Oh, okay. After that, it just kind of fell off. You ghosted her. Dang. So what do you make you think that? I ghosted her. I just 
want to their next tour. Fade away. You know, that always comes up, though, too. Like, guys ghosting girls. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I mean, what, like, obviously, what's the reason? Like, behind Wait, hold on. Let me say that again, because I laughed hella fucking evil after that. <laughs> I was <laughs> good. I was trying to say Okay, I've got a good one. I've got a good one. No, I know. I was trying to say. I was trying to say. Everyone about to ask you. I've got a good That was a good little segue, right? No, I know. I said it, but then he interrupted me. I've got a good answer for that. But the question wasn't asked yet. Let's start it over. Yeah, please. I've got to give the audience context. That's what I'm saying. So a fan asked what like why do uh one of the fan questions that we got is like why do you guys ghost girls and do you he, want me to use that example yeah so, i mean that's a, that's one scenario yeah. so that scenario was the girl was not on my maturity level and i just felt like if i was to pursue that and possibly hook up with her and get what i want out of it it would do nothing but hurt her mm. because okay. she was so young and premature to anything i had to offer okay Another situation I feel like is, uh, I'm trying to think, like, why would you ghost a girl, right? Uh, fuck, I just had it. Shit. <laughs> I got a good answer. That's all good. What's a good answer? Right, go ahead, man. A good answer would be oh. you're going to ghost a girl if, you know, if she's giving you attention for multiple days at a time, showing you that she wants to hang out with you, she acts like she cares about what you're doing, and then all of a sudden you don't hear from her for a couple days. That's shady. Yeah, no, it can go both ways. And obviously, what, uh, the question is, why do guys do it in a way? It's because there's certain scenarios. Um, at that time, a guy could be you know, a fuckboy at the time, and he has multiple girls that he's talking to. Um, mm -hmm. So maybe he's just finding the easier way uh, to get with the girl, to close the deal with her, and then call it, call it in. good. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to put the effort in the, in the to get with the actual longevity of the of the situation. Another situation could be is something that um, he's honestly could be just be busy. You know, he could just be busy the whole entire time. He well, has you can work. communicate he, that. He, he definitely can. Yeah. But honestly, what it all comes down to on ghosting a girl that way is the maturity level um, of the guy. You know, of him being if he's wise enough, he's mature enough, if it's respectful enough to go the extra mile and be like, hey, listen. Yeah. Something came up. I can't. I can't talk to you right now. Or like, I, I have a lot to deal with myself. Right. Just, just to let the girl know. Because at the end of the day, the girl has all these emotions involved and has to she, be secure with herself. She has to be secure with herself, and she yeah. wants to keep talking. And she wants. Maybe she found this guy really interested. Maybe she wanted more of it. But there's different scenarios that can come in. I can't speak for every guy, but you know, in the past, you know, from what I've. Uh, experience of what I've heard from other guy friends and stuff like that are all of those things. You know, there have been either our players have been dealing with more than one girl, you know, or there have been girls busy. playing one, more than one girl. Oh, they know that the fact that, yes, they know that other girls, the girl that they're talking to is talking to more than one guy, so they're doing it back to them. It's a little cat and mouse game. Mm. And then also they're being more of the, uh, the, the, the bad boy kind of thing, like, listen, like, I'm gonna let you go, but I know that that whole feeling is like I can get you back later. You know that kind of thing too. So mm -hmm. it's different little scenarios. My opinion but is, if there's no games you. both ways, then it can work. Well, right? How do you feel about that? Like, what do you think about that? I mean, to be honest, I, I think you're really spot on with it because I, I feel like when you say why do guys ghost girls, 
Like, what category of guys are you talking about? Exactly. Is it yeah. universal? Is it guys with status, good looks, this and that? Because I think at the end of the day, like, majority will probably say guys with looks and status and everything. So, I mean, with that, it's just probably, I mean. No, nah, I think guys even without status. Well, the guys even without status. That's, reason, that's the reason why you said, like, even you know what it is? I think different categories and. I'm, no, no, finish what you're saying. Just yeah, I mean, honestly, there, there are many different reasons for sure. Um, you know, sometimes. Even with us, like per se, you know, or anyone that's kind of living a lifestyle of the whole sense of what we do, it's so fast paced. Sometimes we get caught up in a sense of like, you know, the excitement, the, you know, exhilaration we get of the tour life, of the rock star life, this and that. It's just like, okay, well. Yeah, but what, why is that a good reason to ghost a girl? Well, like, I'm not saying that's a good reason. I'm not saying it's like basically cutting her off with no explanation at They're all. Not no, it's just, it's just one thing in the sense of like, yeah, like you said, they have to stand out enough for for them understanding that, okay, well, if we're putting in effort, or more than effort of just like a one-night stand or whatever it is, right. then it means we really see something in you that's beyond this. Because at the end of the day, it's hard for anyone to really have a relationship or to entertain a girl that, especially us within the business, or when we were kind of touring and everything like that, a girl that stood out. You know, it's like, okay, well, I will put in the extra effort. Even though I won't see you tomorrow, yeah. you know, we're still texting, we're still this and that, but anyone else you don't really see that's up to kind of like your standard of like, okay, well, I kind of potentially see a future or this and that, and it can be a little more challenging. Let me take, put, take yourself me, out of the situation of not being in Well, I was going to speak on both. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to speak on both. And then for a guy that's not really in this lifestyle, mm-hmm. maybe, careful be, with that maybe yeah, it could be he's like figuring things out in his life. Maybe he's not secure. Maybe it's one of those things where like, okay, well, that's it, that's like, right there. He's not, not secure. Yes. I think that's, yes, really that's a good what one. it is. Yeah, so it's both sides. Or not know what he wants. Not know what he wants, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to tell her, mm-hmm. and that he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to like say the wrong thing. He does it just doesn't have the fucking balls to say what she doesn't want to hear because she knows he knows she's not gonna be so, happy with it, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like doesn't yeah. know how to say it, so he just doesn't say anything. Right, because yeah. he, at the end of the day, he feels like he's gonna he's gonna hurt her by saying it, the truth, yeah, by telling right, her the exactly. truth. If because obviously, do, if you do say it though, it's hard to be honest. Oh, with of course, it is. if you do absolutely, say it, absolutely. So like, let me give a situation. It's like, let's say, you know, a guy and a girl from the girl's perspective, things are going really well. He's into you. He's like, you know, doing all the right things when you see him. He's saying all the right things. You guys have a chemistry and like. All of a sudden, she just stops hearing from him, and then in her mind, she's like, "Why? Why? 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 You know, like, why the hell? I thought everything was going good. He just stopped talking." All right, now from the guy's perspective, he's in a situation where there's something that you don't know about that's going on mm-hmm. that he doesn't know how to tell you about. Yeah. So he'd rather just say nothing at all and hope hope that it just goes away. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's obviously not the right way to go about it. Like, just be honest, dude. Just be honest and just be upfront. And like, if she doesn't like it, she doesn't like it. Like, you just gotta be honest. But should I at least respect it? I had a situation that I can speak on that like, there was a girl that I knew, like she really, we we were into each other. I really liked her and she really liked me and we were trying to see where this was gonna go. But then in the back of my head, I was like, I'm kind of, I wasn't, well, okay, this was like after I had like a bit of a heartbreak and I had the girl that broke my heart kind of start to come back into my life. Like she was creeping back in and that she was really the one that like had me at that time. And I had just started initiating something else with this other girl and I'm like, how do I tell her that like my ex pretty much 
has come back into the situation. Like, this is going to hurt kind of. her, yeah. right? And it's going to make her feel like really like she just invested, wasted her time with me, right? Mm -hmm. So I had to have a very, very difficult phone call with her. But at the end of that phone call, she respected that. She said she, she was very understanding. And she said, I really respect that you were able to tell me this. You know what I mean? And like ever since then, she's found a new relationship. I'm still liking her photos. She's liking my photos. And like, we're still happy to see each other be happy because we had that communication, mm -hmm. you know, and we're like, I got over that fear of like her and her feelings. Yeah. You know, I think that's the case for guys, but I, I do agree with what you guys said too. I think there's other situations where the guy's just a fuck boy or whatever. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's different scenarios that we yeah. don't know yeah. upon because I think obviously- the best way to, for a guy to handle it though, yeah. is like, dude, just fucking, Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Be honest. Right, but sure. Bring it up in a way where she can understand where you're coming from, where where your your mind is, where your heart is, and what what your intentions are. And like, I'm not saying this. I, I'm, I never meant to waste your time. I, I was like, I didn't see this coming, and like, you know, I just kind of want to see where this goes, and you know, and mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be upset if you move on to somebody else. Like, I want you to be happy. You know. See, but do you? can safely say that. I feel like because of what we've gone through, we can relate to that. But the majority of guys that aren't men yet or don't understand or haven't gone through and experienced what we have, yeah. like they can't truly see that picture or even understand it yet. Hey, so they're look, trapped in like, I don't know what it would be like if I got that attention. So they always are gonna think that. They're always gonna think, what if I could get a girl like this? And it, and, it, and it plays tricks on girls' minds. That's what I yeah. was saying, back to the maturity level, because the fact that at the end of the day, guys are scared. Yeah, they, and they feel like I have to They're super scared of commitment, let's be super. Let's be, like, I'm going to be honest with you, yeah, exactly. They're wrong, fucking yeah. scared of com it's to commit. Yeah. They, it's the whole thing of the word commitment, they're freaking the fuck out, and I don't yeah. get it. You know, that's because of I maturity. I I'm, I'm the same way. I'm afraid of commitment because I know and it's, it's it's a commitment. That's but it's going to be that way anymore at this. I mean, I've already experienced this. I already know at my time now where if you were to talk to me, you know, six years ago, seven years ago, I was a different mentality. But obviously that goes back to what I was saying to you earlier, uh, the maturity level, because I feel like they are afraid of commitment. Um, and they're just afraid that they have this really dope ass girl that they met. They find this girl that's like too good to be true and they don't want to fuck it up so they're just gonna be like all right let me find the easy way out but they're also insecure and they're, it they doesn't make any sense though if it's too good to be true they, they, well, it's insecurity in the it's man. an insecurity level in the guy itself and it's so weird because it's like it goes it's so many different scenarios because we don't know for every single guy but at the end of the day you know that's one guy that's one scenario that i I have a friend of mine that, that experienced, you know, and mm. they felt that way. They did that. They, they ghost the girl because they found this girl too perfect for her, oh, for him. And they didn't know, like, how to bring, to, how to match her level. Gosh, and that's what goes back to the other podcast is going back to, like, hey, they didn't have enough value to bring, you know, to this girl that they wanted to. Insecurity. They didn't match that level of, of maturity and security and value and worth. So let me... Exactly. That's mm -hmm. what. That's that's the, pretty much goes back to what you're saying. They're afraid and for he it. You know, they weren't man enough for it. His ego wouldn't let him say, mm -hmm. "Look, yeah, I'm not man enough to be with you." But basically, yeah. Um, I mean, they're never gonna. As a guy, they're never. We're not gonna ever ever say that. Right. Never. Yeah. And, but 
we should at least speak we about have it. more egos than women do well i was gonna we say yeah, i was gonna say what on a transparent note like it really could be a sense of pride for for men out there because at the end of the day mm -hmm. no matter where a man is at in his life there yeah. will always be some type of insecurity that will you know exude or like reflect the sense of like okay well i don't have a hundred percent something to offer so if i'm giving you this i have to be Kind of somewhat vulnerable and letting you in yeah. to my, to me, like yeah. as a being, as a soul. Unless, well, that's a very relatable situation for you. Yeah, unless, unless the girl you're with is actually letting you expand that and expand your life. Well, here's the thing: you got to be upfront with the girl. Exactly. I remember with him, he had a very difficult time with with his girl. That you know, he was in a situation that he was not proud of. You know what I mean? And it was he had to. And he's like, he was hiding things from her. Mm -hmm. And, you know, because he was just ashamed of, like, the situation he was in as, as a man. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's gonna I'm not going to go into detail, but yeah. you might be, like, kind I mean, of touching on it. Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, like, we all kind well, of. Well, the point I wanted to make is, like, you eventually did come clean about it. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember the conversation that we had afterwards is, like, you were right. That was the right thing to do is come clean because now she understands your situation and she can be sympathetic towards it and help you out of it and like just understand where your head's at and then like your I think your trust between you guys like grew from that I mean you feel free to jump in and tell me like you can turn anything into a positive when yeah. it comes to being honest but that's the thing though like I mean as, as a guy a lot of the guys out there generic guys um, are afraid to do that because they don't want to tell the truth What's the ego? It's the ego. The, the ego, ego, the pride, and integrity. But and they no don't like in a way they don't want to tell the truth to, because they're afraid to hurt her. Yeah. And they feel like they're going to be judged and returned. Yeah. And overall, at the end of the day, if you're open about it and you tell her, "Hey, listen, I was doing this. I am doing this. I do feel this way. I, I am acting this way because of this and this and this," like what you just said, or they will understand it. Well, and another thing want. too, you know, yeah, here's yeah, a little tip absolutely. for the girls. In order for him to come clean to you, because we, we as guys know that girls talk, so if we come clean to you and say this is the reason, then we don't want you to hold that against us in a negative way that's gonna like embarrass us later. You know what I mean? So if you gained our trust and our confidence, the confidence that we can tell you anything and it's not going to come back to bite us in the ass, this is making sense, Enrique? Yeah, of course. That's the reason so why I, I have something. That. For yeah, them absolutely. To hold over it just depends. Head. It depends on the yeah. It depends on the scenario. It depends on the woman because some some women out there would not judge you at all unless you tell them. They would respect you way more enough if you tell them straight from the heart. This is the truth. This is the honest thing. Yeah. Then it depends on the situation. You know, the girl may judge you. The girl may do hold. You know, hold, hold this something you. over your head. When, that when an no argument problem. comes up, oh, this is what you mean by this. Or this is what you're doing with your boys when you go out. Yeah. You know that scenario. So mm -hmm. as a guy in itself, we're trying to avoid that drama. Yeah, right. You know, and that's why we may not be completely 100% truthful. Because you're making you know. us feel that way. You're making us feel like if we do tell you the truth, you're going to hang it over our head. You're gonna make us feel uncomfortable. You're gonna make us resent the woman. Yeah. telling you yeah. the truth. Right, depends on the girl. Uh, I got you. Depends yeah. on the scenario, you makes know. But in the end, if you do tell them the truth, you get it off your chest. You're able to move. Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. It might not be your girl if you can't tell them. Though. Right, right, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's not good. Depends on the maturity. Yeah, depends yeah, on. Yeah, of course. You know what I realize? Of course. That the more you place yourself in uncomfortable situations, especially in a dynamic like that, is 
you actually feel lighter at the end of the day because you don't have something that's like so like kind of burning within inside of yourself. It's just like, yo, I can be transparent, open about anything, and it feels right. so good because yeah. at the end of the day, like that's the best dynamic like, anyone can have. It's like, yeah. yo, why yeah. do I feel the need that I have to like? Well, you need hide a girl yourself. that will allow you to do that absolutely without making you feel insecure about it. You know absolutely, I mean? then, you know yeah. that's why that I'm goes with to... friendships. That goes with your family. Yeah. That goes mm -hmm. with anything. Because if then I, you know, you say something, or you know, like one time you said said something to her in confidence, and then like all of a sudden, like her best friend or somebody else kind of brought it up, and you're like, wait a minute, I kind of that was a private thing. Yeah. Now now you automatically like okay, so what else if I, that I tell you will you bring up? I didn't want her to know like how a, big my, you know. Was you know what I'm saying? So it's not the size of those. I wasn't trying to let the whole world know. Right. No, girls. I feel like they would hide that from their friends. If anything, they're like, I don't want anybody to know because otherwise they might be looking at my man in a certain way. Either way, man. Girls talk. Girls talk. Girls talk. This is like as we as guys talk. Girls talking the same way. Let's be real, ladies. I know y'all talk about what goes on. They talk about everything. You ain't got a lot. It's all good. You know what's good. We we just say yeah. You got it. I mean, girls. Let's let him talk. He was exactly this big, and it was, this was exactly his. All the different positions they did. He started with this. He did with this, and like they go into detail. Yeah. We don't though. That's the funniest thing. Nah, I know. So, we just like, go. Hey, we smashed it. We smashed it. And what you mean, dog? Had this girl and and she's right all over the fucking place. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> I met this girl. And now she's already she hitting me back up. My neck and she, right. She I got pink eyes. Exactly like this. And then she she, she started licking me in places, but I didn't know. I'm like, woo! What, what you call? What's I didn't even know I had nerves. This, this is what a toss up is like. It's a fight. Like guys, guys, talk about girls talk way more than guys do about it. Girls are like, we don't have this. Have a lot of close girlfriends they tell me everything i'm like and i i see them talk even to their parents about this stuff i'm just like damn you are really open about this stuff <laughs> like this is crazy Yo, guys that actually know yeah. what they're doing we don't have to talk about it that's what i'm saying so we don't have to don't yeah have to. i mean because then it just kind of comes across as like you're just trying to like right. overcompensate for something that you're lacking you know what I mean? You're bragging. Chivalry's yeah. in there, ladies. But girls that <laughs> don't kiss and tell. Girls are just actually honest. They talk to their friends about it. That's we know you guys do. I mean, it's it depends. It depends on the guess and the camaraderie of the, of the boys. Mm -hmm. You know, depends on it. Yeah, but even if we're yeah, all, all oh, of yeah. us are closer than no, for sure. Yeah. No, it's, it's I guarantee we don't talk as in detail. No, the reason why I said it's if you're not expecting company, don't clean the goddamn house. What? Huh? Oh God, I don't even want to know that story. I'm not expecting company. <laughs> Yo, this is a white boy thing. I don't know. I was like, oh, <laughs> bro, here's one thing about Troy. I'm joking, he, I'm he, joking. Throws, he, he says a lot of things with no context. So he jumps like, right to the middle of the end. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's a surprise. So the ghosting note though. But all you motherfuckers out there that are ghosting y'all pussies. No, I'm just playing. Um, I don't know, how do we segue out of that and into the outro? Just if the guy's not being honest with you and he's got to ghost you, he's got to ghost you because no, yeah, because he's he's literally weak-minded. And he's never, it was, he wasn't worth it for you in the first place. He's not even worth He has an experience It's not even somebody worth worrying about. You know what I mean? It, yeah. yeah, maybe you got questions of like, why, 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 mm -hmm. why, but... Yeah, you know, yeah what, questions, why, 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 it, 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 because it, of... It's the that. only answer you need to know. 
because he wasn't man enough for you. Honesty is the best policy, fellas. Yeah, he wasn't honest about it. He wasn't putting yeah, effort, I mean, and he wasn't mm -hmm. showing you that he cared to, to tell you all this stuff, that what was happening in his life. <laughs> right, so, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't like matter this. the age. It doesn't matter if you're married to him. It doesn't matter anything. Like, they can't be honest with you. Yeah. In his life, he wasn't ready yet. Whatever. Like, yeah. There's plenty of guys that are, you know what I mean? And don't ignore those guys because you know what I mean? Like girls have a tendency of like wanting yeah. what they can't have. Yeah. No, that's you true. know, it's like when you got everything that you want, sometimes you need an outside perspective. Oh, that's a good question, man. Usually why? it's not as good or as bad as you think. No, yeah, yeah no, that's a good question of why, why is it the fact that we want anymore. something that we can't have? It's human like, nature. You know, but at the end of the day, like, you know, we're as guys, there's certain scenarios that girls want upon us that we can't have because we're always traveling or we're doing something. And then same thing with vice versa. We had this scenario where we find this dope-ass girl or a beautiful... Yeah, you gotta kind of... This is why you know? I say like being independent makes you more attractive because Absolutely. It, it takes the attention away from the person that is uh, attracted to you and you're just focused on you and doing your own thing. So you're not as available to them. So now they're like trying to chase you a little bit. I agree. You know what I mean? So like... It's an attraction, you know. But I mean? some, girl, want, some girls, some girls do want someone to pay Well, if you're too, no, if a girl is too available or too into you, it's kind of like makes you wonder, like, damn, like, does she have anything else going on outside of this? Like, but yes and we're no. We're talking about girls that we're looking for. No, no, yes and no. It's because of the fact that there's certain scenarios as, as guys in general, we can think that what you just said and we yeah. could also be like man she's actually have this time she's making time available for me yeah, yeah. and so i have to respect it and yeah. i have to put in the effort yeah, myself. That time. and i have to appreciate and she's always there it's like oh you just can that goes back you, to the maturity and life you know, as a guy you can hang out with her another time and she There's yeah, yeah but see that could be bad that could be bad that could be bad because of what i mean by that it's because of the fact that like that's uh, what i mean it's bad yeah, for the guy to be like, oh, I can hang out with her another day. Oh yeah, it shouldn't yeah. be that. It shouldn't. It should. It should cherish that because she's available for you. Right, but I'm saying that she's always available. It, it depends on the person. The guy is always available. It's not attractive. I think it's a healthy balance. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're good, if you're chasing the girl and the girl's chasing you, that's the best way. Don't ever fall on either side of the spectrum too much. It's a healthy balance with everything. True. Proportion. Right. You know? mm -hmm. Law of polarity. Love, hilarious. You gotta make it interesting. You gotta roll with the times. You gotta. I mean, someone yeah, someone gets a job. <laughs> someone gets a job. Four twenty here, people. <laughs> this, you know, the woman helps the man, and then all of a sudden, the woman gets opportunities. The the guy helps them in need. Like it's a good balance. Yeah. Of course, of course. I was just talking about more like when you first meet before you get to to uh, a relationship. Right. Yeah. Well, the energies have to meet. Like you've got to. You know the vibrational energy has to be there, and you can you can feel it. You know it by talking. Whatever words come out of their mouth, you like what you're hearing. And yeah, yeah. There's been cases where I've just been like completely turned off by somebody just because of something they did or the way they were acting, and they're just like it's the way they said it's super disrespectful, and you're just like, okay, you just totally rubbed me the wrong way, mm -hmm. and like now I don't even feel like I owe you anything, and then it's just like. I'm not going to even waste my time if it's too too much of a dramatic situation or something like that. I, those are times where I think I would ghost and be like, not yeah. even feel anything about it if I'm being completely honest. Because it's just like she lost my respect because she was just like disrespectful to me. 
Yeah, I mean, in, in, in some ways. You know, so but what, like, in what way? What did she do that was disrespectful to you? I mean, you felt that way. We're talking about specific situations. Yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna go into detail, just talking in general. But like, there's <laughs> my bad. But, but yeah, no, I mean, I can <laughs> get, I could get spe specific. Just being completely inconsiderate, and you know, not uh, respecting like how I might feel about a situation. Just being completely oblivious. Mm. You know what I mean? And even when you bring it up, it's like it keeps reoccurring. It's like, okay, you obviously don't respect me and you're just like going to continue to be oblivious like this is not going anywhere like you just completely mm -hmm. like you're, you're wasting my time now and like you're, you're completely just yeah but you might feel that way but the girl what if the girl's actually being herself and that's just not what you want right you know i mean it's got to be what both people want yeah but then you just say you, you you know you're drawn away you, you give her the signals this is not what i want you know if you don't right. change then it's not going to work and like if like she crosses the line one time, and like obviously being emotional in that moment, you're just like fuck this. And you're just like I'm not gonna answer her. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna answer her calls. It's just like fuck that because I'm like heated. I'm like ah, fuck that. I don't need to deal with it. I got other things I gotta worry about. I got other things. You're talking about why they might be getting ghosted. Right, and that's like another situation where I would act in that way, where I wouldn't call her and explain, you know, because she just wasn't respectful. You know, I think I think it all comes down to if both sides are acting like themselves and it matches, that's when it's gonna work. Can you grab that? You know what I mean? If both sides are being themselves and the energies react in a in a chemical good way, yeah, um, then it'll work. And if not, like you were just saying, you might take it the wrong way and be like right. not offended, like mm -hmm. you would probably just tell them. Yeah, you know. No, I mean, I'm a emotional person, though. You wouldn't, you wouldn't, like you wouldn't just go like, somebody, though. My ego is kind of sensitive. Like, if you, I feel disrespected. Like, I think you guys all know this about me. Like, I kind of have a sensitive ego. Like, and like, the, respect yeah. is a big thing for me. Like, <laughs> if I feel disrespected, like, it brings out a side of me that yeah, you, is not pretty. You I, get, I just, you get very like defensive. Just, you get very I defensive. Feel it, like, like something that's, it's, it's almost hard to control. No, yeah, absolutely. You know I mean? And I noticed that by working with you for so long, I, I, it has to be a way of to approach you. Communicating. Yeah, that's the communication is a key with you, and I know that it is with every one of us. Right. And so that can be applied with relationships or when you're talking to a girl mm -hmm. as well, because I know women are really big on, on communication yeah. itself. And so if you open about it, like we talked about earlier, and then we talked about it, we say, <laughs> hey, let's communicate, let's talk. Unless if you're one of those people like, hey, I don't want to talk to you, I don't want to open up my feelings and my emotions, then yeah, right. your vibe and energy is not going to work. Right. But, you know, fucking let's just go. And you should know at done. that point. Yeah. Not, not that they're exactly. ghosting you, but that they just don't want to open up to you. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That's what you're trying to say, right? You're not going to open up to someone that offends you. No, it's, it's not even that. Like, I'll open up. Like, this is past the point where I've already opened up. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like, you. you it's almost like at that point where she's almost too comfortable with me and like now she feels like she could get away with like being a little inconsiderate and just disrespectful like whereas in the beginning she wasn't that way and then you know she got a little too comfortable and all of a sudden all these like habits and of hers started to come out and i'm just like whoa this is not what i signed up for you know what i mean i'm like and then it's like you try to like yeah but at see least where you it goes know. be patient and see okay is this just like you know, is she just being emotional today or, you know, this week or whatever and just like be patient about it. 
and then oh no, it's a just it's just a natural trait that she has. But at least like, you know that then. Yeah. You can act on it. Right. That's what and I'm saying. I'm just saying like there was an event that happened and something where it just like sparked me and I'm just like, fuck this. And I'm just like, nope, it's over. Like it just that was but that's not but you're you a specific like, individual. That's yeah, exactly. That's not you and your yourself. Yeah, that specific your, situation. Your I'm situation talking about a situation like that is right, what of course. would lead me to ghost somebody right. saying shit. But every single yeah. man is a specific individual. Right. right and right. you ladies need to know that. Not mm -hmm. saying read them, but if you know you don't match them, don't force yourself to change because if you try to change mm -hmm. later on, it's gonna come out yeah. in a in a way and then you're gonna offend them. No, well, you, you guys, guys gotta like find a compromise. And exactly, and, and I would add, add that more to you what you just said about changing. It's not necessarily changing who you are, completely lose yourself for this person, but change for the better, knowing that in the future, five years from now, two months from now, a year from now, whatever it is, you're gonna get better as a change because you're changing yourself for the better, but not for the person that you're gonna be for yourself, for the guy, for yourself in, some, in general. So that's gonna help you be better. And then if the guy can do that with you too, in a sense, the guy, mm -hmm. is, yeah. if yeah, the guy good. is making you a better person, then that's then, how it, then exactly. that's good. But like if you're gonna not, change everything like that and then drop everything, then then you said earlier, or I don't know who you said it, but I could have a healthy balance, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But basically, just be real with yourself, be yourself the whole time, and if the guy matches that, it's gonna work. And if not, there's someone out there that will. So don't waste your goddamn time on someone that's not gonna match that. Yeah. Because it's just not gonna work. And you're gonna be unhappy. Right. And the moral of the story is It's different for different scenarios. It's different for different scenarios. Yeah, it's different. Different for different scenarios. Because obviously at the end of the day it just depends on the person. If you it really type of person that's gonna be like has a workout thing and wants to fix everything as a perfectionist and wanna be like, hey, I want to fix this for you and for this scenario. Let's make it better. Mm -hmm. yeah. The girl has to realize that. Well, and also, the girl yeah, has to realize yeah, that. And be yeah. self-aware. Maybe what exactly you might be doing wrong. Yeah, um, absolutely. If there is anything, you know, I know we all like to think we're all perfect, but we we're not. You got to get to a point where we can admit, oh, maybe I was a little bit yeah mm -hmm. too much yeah. of the, this or that. Or too much. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're, we're talking about initially meeting people now. You're talking about being with people and, and later on in yeah. relationships. Well, when I feel like when you meet somebody, you're 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 considering automatically in the back of your head, like, let's see how how far is this going to go. When you meet somebody, as how a far man, is yes. going to go? No, no, no. As, as a as woman, man, yeah. as time goes on, you you start Not to a find boy. the answer. Not a boy. True. Exactly. I'm glad you said that. As a woman and a man, they have that mentality. But yeah. as a, as someone as who's a boy just, or as girl. a guy, yeah, girl, boy, or someone who's not mature enough, it's as well. They're just like, oh, I want to date. I don't know where this is going to lead to. They don't know what they're about a girl boy or a boy girl. That's Bro, a, yeah. I don't know. That's a whole, that's a whole different time. Give me the hands right there. I think that's a good place for us to stop. <laughs> I'm just talking. I was going to say, yeah, good job, guys. Right, well, hey, moral of the story is we're in this or any relationship to better ourselves and help each other grow. And if that's not happening, you're wasting your time, like you said. And, if it is, then you got something special. Yeah. So just realize that yeah. we're not perfect, like you said, and we have we make mistakes. And if you can self-assess, it's self-assessing and have that self-reflection of knowing that, yo, there's room to grow and this person is helping you grow, then it's something special. Right, and if you realize that growth, and if you realize that effort that someone's meant and someone's doing, if someone's putting more effort than the other person, try to match it. If not, mm -hmm. if you can't match it because of some, for whatever reason, where 
you know, emotions. Communicate about it. Everything communicated about it. If not, then hey, yeah. let's let's yeah. let's work it. If not, communication it, is key. The longer you go, then let's just mm -hmm. drop it. And yeah, it takes a lot for a person to swallow their pride. So if they do, don't not be afraid to swallow yours in the right hand. Especially us men, we yeah. have a harder time swallowing our pride. And I'll admit that. I'm sure all you guys yeah. will admit that. Well, um, that's the time right there. So let's, um, that's a really good place to wrap it up. I think this good conversation, good little dynamic here. We had, it was supposed to be just Troy and Enrique, then <laughs> Rome came in. Oh, no, I we got to pull out two cents in real quick. <laughs> right, right, right. He's like, you know what? I got some inspiration. Wisdom. <laughs> but um, oh, yeah, anyway, was great, guys. That's the today's week. episode. Hope you enjoyed. Make sure to like, make sure to subscribe, make sure to comment, make sure to leave us some feedback on what you want to know and what you want us to talk about in the next episode. Um, we love yeah, you. You know, as, as this goes on, we're going to be opening up more and more and more with you guys because obviously this is something new mm -hmm. and this is something that we're like a little, still a little bit uncomfortable with. You know what I mean? Just a, but I feel like we're getting there quick. It's Troy's first time on the show, so right. he's he's getting there. But you know, mm -hmm. now me and Enrique and Rome have already done one. We've gotten a feel for what it's like, and just keeping it real, man, and just trying to entertain, tell some funny be. stories. Oh, we got plenty. We, we, get, we got a lot more to come. So yeah. So thanks thank for you. tuning in, and so we will see you. We will see you guys.